Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Geek Digest podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things video games, movies, geek culture, and honestly, it's mostly video games. My name is Victoria. My name is Zaphod. And today we are going to be discussing one big thing that I am sure you've guessed, and it's going on between two giants, one in the tech world and one in the gaming world. We're going to be talking about a whole bunch of indie games. We're going to be discussing... Two streamers getting in on the Fall Guys marketing in a really smart way, and um, a certain person coming back to be a certain superhero. We are going to kick off with the hashtag free Fortnite stuff, which you guys have probably heard about. Um, this, uh, this has been going on for like a couple of weeks now. And there was a big update yesterday, so we thought it would be good to run you guys really quickly through exactly what happened, and then we'll talk about what happened yesterday and what our thoughts are on the situation. So, to give you guys a little bit of backstory on the Apple App Store, the way that Apple works is in order to have your app on their platform, they take 30% of your revenue. It's just their rule. They're like, you know what? You're gonna run your stuff on our platform. It's, you know, the only app platform that iPhone users can use and there are billions of iPhone users. So we're gonna take 30% of your profits. This has been long discussed as something that's a little bit predatory, especially for smaller apps because it takes 30% of their revenue. So if you're a smaller company and you're not making millions or billions of dollars a year, that 30% is really going to cut into your profit, but it's Apple's rule. So you got to go by Apple's rule. Epic Games. You guys have probably heard of them. I would even endeavor to say that you've heard of them on our podcast before. They make this little game called Fortnite. It's just a little one. Teeny tiny teeny, little indie game. Literally nobody plays it. Yep. And so... Dead, Dead game. Yeah, exactly. It's dead for sure. <laughs> um, so Epic obviously has Fortnite as an app on the App Store. And a couple of weeks ago, I received this email that was basically like, we are permanently lowering the price of V-Bucks by 20%. And they said, and also, if you play on iPhone, you can go onto our website, don't do it through the App Store, and you will get your V-Bucks for 20% less. And Apple said, what? Excuse me? What are you talking about? And in response, they removed Fortnite from the Apple App Store because they were basically saying, you're circumventing our rules. You're trying to get around the 30% rule. And in doing so are making us like look like we're charging more because you're trying to circumvent this rule that we have set. And Fortnite said, yes, that's exactly what we're doing. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm so I'm so glad that you called it out that way because that was exactly what we intended to do. <laughs> Fortnite was like, exactly. Um, thank you for pointing out the obvious, Sherlock. Um, we are in fact doing that. And so this started a whole spiral 
of just slander. Um, so basically, Fortnite started a campaign called hashtag free Fortnite, um, as if as as if they're not it's not a multi-billion dollar game and they need to be freed at they're all. So but oppressed. okay, you know what? They're so oppressed. It's it's yeah, they're really struggling. Yeah. As as fucking Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Um, so they started this free Fortnite campaign and then Apple started running ads on the free Fortnite campaign YouTube video. So there well, was some petty shit going on. Their first response was the pre-prepared 1984 ad, which, yes. which was a, if, if you don't remember, or hadn't heard about it way back in the day, app yeah. that was Apple's big take at Microsoft was this ad that was yeah. basically someone running and smashing the Microsoft screen yeah. and uh, talking about how the dystopian society and closed thoughts of the Microsoft world is ruining yeah. people's minds. And, it's uh, funny. and so they did Epic decided to do that with Fortnite characters and Fortnite exactly. skins uh, with and the, uh, that was the, like the rainbow what? unicorn as, yeah. as the hammer being thrown into <laughs> a big giant apple head. Oh, um, yeah. And that was the video that Apple started running ads on. Mm-hmm. So they put this 1984, like, like they knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah. Like that, that ad, they knew they were going to get removed. They also got removed from the Google play store a little bit later that day. Um, because the Google play store probably has something similar in place to Apple. And so they were like, you can't circumvent our process either, but I guess Fortnite has decided to target Apple in this circumstance um this is obviously like and so it's been like a little bit of a back and forth right with fortnite and epic creating this this drama for lack of a better term um they are also they also announced fortnite announced they were having a free fortnite cup so a tournament that has like anti-apple rewards (laughs) so they're really really like pushing these things and like there are things that you can win and like it's like an alienware gaming laptop and a samsung galaxy tablet right everything that's not apple Mm -hmm. right so um and i don't want to walk through like absolutely every single reward um but the slogan is all of your friends awesome prizes and one bad apple (laughs) (laughs) i know like they're really going in on it which is like whatever that's cool guys Um, but Apple is basically like, listen, you're putting the entire app store model at risk. And, um, yesterday they, so Epic filed a lawsuit. There's like a lot going on with this and I don't want it to take like 20 minutes. So I'm skipping a bunch of stuff, but Epic filed an antitrust lawsuit over the iOS app store policies. And then Apple responded yesterday. And the filing that Apple responded with was basically saying, can you temporarily not reverse the app store ban? Like, please do not reverse the app store ban while the suit is going on. And Apple basically said, Epic has disingenuously, disingenuously, I said it right the first time. I don't know why my brain thought it didn't. (laughs) Jesus Christ, I just said the same word twice thinking I said it wrong the first time. That's my brain right now, y'all. Good morning. Um, <laughs> good morning. Um, they basically said, 
they're disingenuously creating an emergency by accepting direct payments through Fortnite. So what Apple is saying is like, this has been in place since they agreed. Nothing has changed. And they have decided to wreak havoc because they made a decision that didn't align with an agreement that they already made. So Phil Schiller, who is an Apple exec, in the declaration to the court yesterday said that Tim Sweeney, which is our CEO down at Epic, a very destitute man. Not Tim Apple. It's very easy to confuse the two, but (laughs) I just wanted to make that very clear. Not Tim Apple. 100%. It's not Tim Apple. It is, in fact, Tim Sweeney. Um, Apparently, Tim Sweeney asked for a, quote, special deal with only Epic that would, quote, fundamentally change the way in which Epic offers apps on the Apple iOS platform. At which point Apple declined because they probably just want to stick to their guns. And if they start making, you know, special excuses for big companies, that's kind of a a rabbit hole. A slippery slope. Yeah, it is. It's absolutely a slippery slope that will become dangerous, right? So um, the company argues that Epic Span is its own responsibility, which, you know, I actually don't disagree with. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I've got some more nuanced thoughts on this, but I don't disagree with that. Um, and they say in the wake of its own voluntary actions, Epic now seeks emergency relief, but the emergency is entirely of Epic's own making. Developers who work to deceive Apple as Epic has done here are terminated. So Apple also laid out a defense of the in-app stuff. So they are basically saying like, you know, it's basically shoplifting if you avoid the in-app purchases, which I think is a bit of an extreme juxtaposition. Yep. Um, that's like a bit extreme, Apple. Bring it down a notch. Um, and then it goes on and you can actually see the letters and the emails between Tim Sweeney and like Phil Schiller and some of the other Apple execs. So if you guys really want to read it... Um, we can provide a link. I found a link to a, a lot of the emails. So we can provide a link if I can, like, if I still have access to it. Um, so, yeah, we can provide a link that, you know, you can actually go through all of the emails if you want. But basically, the long and short of it is Epic wanted a special deal with Apple. Apple said no. And as a response, Epic has basically created a slander campaign. Mm-hmm. Now, my nuanced thoughts on this, 30% is a lot. Like a lot. Mm-hmm. 30% is a lot. For small apps, I think that's really dangerous. And I wish that there was a way that like apps that made under a certain amount of dollars a year owed Apple less. That would be cool. That would be awesome if they could do that. However... Twitch takes 50% of our subs. Yep. And that just is what it is. We can't hashtag free the streamers. <laughs> and Although maybe we should. not expect... Well, this is the <laughs> thing. But, like, like if we did hashtag free the streamers and, like, got pissed that we got banned off of Twitch, that would be what this is. And that's how my brain is wrapping around it. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be like me having millions of followers slandering Twitch saying it's like awful that you take 50% of our subs and then 
wondering why I can't stream on Twitch anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's how I see it. So I think it's definitely predatory what Apple does with the 30%. But also Epic can afford it. Yep. Without question. I don't know. How do you feel about it? It's it's interesting because, right, like, I'm glad you brought up Twitch because uh, it... Right? That sigh is my literal reaction. Well, there's like... Because like, cause I, I want to play devil's advocate with this because I, I yeah, pretty fine. much agree with what you're saying. But yeah. like at the same time with like like with Twitch, right? Let's let's just use that for the example for right now. And yeah. it, it kind of relates to to Epic in this way. Um, yeah. it, Twitch has about if, if you have I, I just saw a stat come out that said if you have five or more viewers in your stream you mm-hmm. are in the top one percent of streams on twitch that's wild five what? or more viewers oh my god we're the one percent zay so we're the one percent oh we, my god we carry that one percent wow. hard like wow both of us carry that number pretty hard and yeah. that is that is just shows how much money and infrastructure that Twitch or basically Amazon has to put into hosting streams and hosting yep. content that essentially make them zero money. Yeah. Um, that's a lot of resources at the end of the day. You know, it's yep. it's all done through Amazon, but they have to pay through, you know, they have to pay power costs. They have to pay, pay server costs, domain yep. costs, uh, media file hosting, all these things that, that anyone who is a streamer on Twitch has to have access to. Now, Absolutely. it's totally different with the App Store, right? Because it's, I mean, it's it's still the same thing. You're collecting user data, you're hosting reviews, all these yeah. things that are, are going behind the scenes. And at the end of the day, that's 30% of the revenue, not 50% of the revenue. Well, now, yeah, exactly. Of course, it's different with Twitch because you have different ways of making revenue, whether it's bits or, you know, donos, yeah. which go directly to the streamer and kind of mm-hmm. bypass Twitch, which they've tried to kill with bits. Um, but like the main way that most people because not everyone will give bits and obviously yeah. not everyone will sub but the people that right. do they sub and exactly. and not everyone that subs gives bits um yep. and and that is so like essentially what you're saying is like someone like shroud who has or tim the Tatman who has forty thousand plus subscribers yeah. are subsidizing the entire rest of the site with their profits right and so like Epic feels that they are subsidizing all these apps on the rest of the app store and feel right. the right to ask for more money for that. Mm-hmm. Um, the The interesting thing is like Fortnite has been on uh, on Nintendo Switch system for almost two years now, yeah. and Nintendo also takes thirty percent of revenue from mm-hmm. profits made through the app, and yeah. they haven't said jack diddly to nintendo so mm. why why are they specifically attacking apple and then almost you know by proxy google um yeah. so I, I i think the whole thing is interesting i think it's a it's a, a media play you know it's it's like in a lot of ways yeah they're they're really what they're trying to do is just create drama around the situation and yeah. portray themselves as this like massive victim um which <laughs> which <don't>, is like <laughs> Like, Guys. It, 
Yeah. I mean, like you knew what you signed up for. That's the thing, right? And yeah. and now it's a problem. Um, I like I don't really have any sympathy for Epic. I think neither do I. Like <laughs> that, there's not really any point where I'm like, oh, poor, poor old Epic, you know, losing what a struggling small company, losing their money. And, and at the end of the day, they're probably trying to argue over like five percent, right? Like, Honestly, which if if I mean that's obviously with how much money Epic takes in is a lot of money, um, yeah. but it's <laughs> like <laughs> I know it's I know it's a small it's percentage, fun. you know, and it's so stupid, <laughs> and they they like obviously aren't the I I I don't know the numbers I'm strictly guessing right now, but they I don't believe they're the number one revenue making app on the App Store. I would be no. I would be surprised by that. And, As would I. Yeah. Uh, it's, They're probably up their own ass about it. Yeah, for sure. And they they probably make a bunch of money. Maybe they're in for the sure. top 20, you know, maybe even the top yeah. 10. Um, but that's, you know, it's... I know. It, it's it just like the whole thing, it just feels like posturing. And what yeah. they're trying to do, I believe, is get uninformed children to feel like Epic is is the good guy and big yes. bad apple is the bad guy 100 percent, that's what they're doing and it's it's kind of predatory in the same way just yeah in a, in a, I know. In a different way so mm-hmm. i i don't know i at the end of the day it's i couldn't really give a shit what epic takes that, on the apple store it doesn't right. like it doesn't affect me i've never played Fortnite on the epic store and uh-huh. i maybe have only bought v bucks like once in my life you know i've never paid for Fortnite outside of that even even then i think i maybe bought like three dollars worth a dollar's worth yeah and all the other v-backs i've got which you can get for free by playing the save the world version uh exactly and also i haven't updated or played Fortnite in feels like over a year now so yeah. like they're obviously not trying to advertise to someone like me and to pull on Absolutely. my sympathies because my opinion doesn't matter fuck. to them at all i don't give a flying 100%. a flying fuck in the slightest and that's i don't know like there's it's at the end of the day it's two big ass corporations duking it out and I know. and that's what i don't care about you both make billion dollars like yes easily a billion dollars and i i don't feel like either of you are victims here so 100 percent. yeah that's 100 100 that's where i land i, I could not agree more <laughs> mm-hmm. this is my thing this is why i'm saying like the 30 percent. like i could give like there are literally no less shits that i could give right about apple and and like taking 30 percent from epic mm-hmm. like I'd be be what I'm more curious about is like has the crunch gotten better at at Epic, you know? Mm-hmm. Like if you're really going to fight for the fucking rights of the people. Right. Maybe you should fight for the rights of your own people first. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Like um, are you going to take if you end up winning this this stupid ass battle, are you going to mm-hmm. take that money and improve quality of life for your employees or are you just going to no, line it's your gonna own go pockets? Right into Tim Sweeney's pocket. Yeah. Is like, where it's gonna go. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. without a doubt, and that's hundred percent. Like, so I, I don't just, give a fuck if Apple's taking thirty percent. Like, absolutely, that's my thing. Like, like, do I do I feel bad for the small devs who get thirty percent taken away from them? Sure, sure, that sucks. But you know, like, I don't know. It's just, 
I'm on the same page as you. It's just, it's, it's, they've clearly got this culture at Epic and I don't know if this is everybody, but at least the, the execs seem to have this culture of we are the best. We are Epic mm -hmm. and everybody deserves to bow down to us. Even Apple. Mm -hmm. We are the best us us we mm -hmm. right and like that's the attitude that they have and you know the point that you made about nintendo is really interesting why have they decided to target just apple mm -hmm. and to me i think it's tim sweeney was like i've got this great deal for apple they're gonna take it and we're gonna make more money and when apple juked them they said like no no they don't get to take that from us yep we get to do what we want. And now Tim Sweeney's got this personal vendetta against Apple. And that's that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I literally think it's probably a personal vendetta. And because he's a CEO, he can take the personal vendetta to the extreme. Yep. Oh, we're epic. We have a huge fan base. Like, I don't know. It just, I just, I don't. I don't understand why it, they're doing a cup. I don't understand. Like, it's like they knew there was going to be drama. By Like, they did. They knew that they were causing and stirring up shit. 100%. And, like, it's a hard fucking day for me to admit that Apple's doing being the more rational one. Who would have thought that would be coming out of my mouth? I, I don't even think they are, really. Like, it's... They're just sticking to their guns. They're just... They're like, you know what? You agreed to this, and that's... Yeah, you signed papers. Man. That's what it is. Like, if, yeah. if you want to take this to court, let's go to court. But now it's turned into a media circus, which I think is what Epic wanted. As if that's going to sway some sort of judgment, you know? And, 100%. Uh, I don't know. They're going for court of public opinion. Right, which... But like, the fact of the matter is, the kids that are supporting them, that are like, ah ha ha, free Fortnite, are still sitting on their iPhones mm -hmm. with their Apple accounts attached to mommy's credit card, and they still can't buy anything on Epic because they can't play. Yep. Right? And, you know, they might have, I don't even know how much vocal support they have on Twitter because I just didn't have the capacity to look at the trolls. Yep. It just is interesting it is it's just very interesting it's interesting and it it just it's like like this kind of also shows like how slow of news has been of late i know uh <laughs> that we like because we, we've gotten 22 minutes out of this so far and wild it's like i'm pretty proud of us for that i mean honestly at, at the end of the day it's kind of a cut and dry kind of story it's like agreed epic when whining. you really think about it yeah <laughs> epic whining apple bad uh <laughs> money <laughs> like that's 100 that's the three keywords here <laughs> Boom, boom, boom. Done, done, done. And, uh, you know, it's it just kind of shows, like, the state of, of games in their development right now. And, yeah. Um, There's I mean, room for this kind of petty drama. Yeah, for sure. With, well, there there was another company who uh, was talking about games and their development this week, though. That's a beautiful segue. Why, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, and we actually kind of got a Nintendo Direct, but not really. Um, 
So, that's the noise I made in yep, relation. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that's the noise you made when you when you didn't watch it as well. Um, yeah, I didn't. I'm gonna be honest. I did not watch it. Oh, I know. I did. I didn't even have to guess that. Like, I just, <laughs> I just know. <laughs> Victoria will not watch a Nindy. I will not do it. It won't happen. Uh, so they dropped a Nintendo dropped the Indie World, um, yes. lovingly known as the Nindies. Um, yeah. And there were a number of games they talked about. Some were brand new. Uh, some some of the biggest highlights, I think, from the from the Nintendo Indie World, um, Subnautica and Subnautica Zero are coming to the Nintendo nice. Switch. Um, that will that's be that's big. That game's huge. Yeah, I think that's got some huge shelf life. Um, yeah, it's not going to be till twenty twenty one, but that's still uh, pretty interesting. That's um, only five months away. It's true. I mean, yeah, assuming it comes out in January. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, like, 2021 as a whole, it starts in five months. Yeah, that's, I just, like, I think my brain was like, that is way too ridiculous, and I'm going to reject that because this year has just flown by <laughs> right? so fast I that it I can't even deal with it. Yeah, to think that it's August right now. Mm-hmm. I don't. My brain. Oh God, I hate it. Yeah. Like, how's it August? It's almost. It's almost September. Don't stop. Just you know, like wake me up when September ends is what wake I really want to say. <laughs> when September. Uh, mark your bingo no, cards. No, wake me up when 2020 ends. Zephod baited uh, Vic into singing, so it's in mark a it shocking off. turn of events. <laughs> What else is new? <laughs> um, yeah, they they had announced a bunch of new indies. Um, yeah. Chucklefish dropped a new game called Inmost, which just came out yesterday as of the time mm-hmm. of this recording. Um, I'm actually going to be playing it on stream today because Chucklefish gave me a key to that, which I was super excited about. Um, you excited for it? I'm excited that I get the opportunity to work with Chucklefish. 100%. Um, I think this game looks pretty cool it looks pretty it interesting looks cute, yeah um it, and it's a platformer yeah it's like a 2d it seemed to me it seems like a like a inside limbo type game but with pixel yeah. art um yes. they they're kind of known for doing stuff like that chucklefish at the very least is like taking an idea yeah. but adding pixel art um 100%. so uh hey. it's you know if it works it works exactly. um some of the other interesting ones, I know uh, Goner 2 got an announcement, which was a game that I really liked when um, the Switch first came out. A procedurally yeah. generated, kind of run and gun, very difficult shooter um, where you play a little guy trying to escape hell, but you kind of are dealing with the devil the whole time. Yeah, um, yeah it's it's pretty which typical. Cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Um it, it's it's pretty typical for a Nindies announcement to have, yeah, sure. um, you know, to have a bunch of things, some some stuff that they're saying is coming and stuff yeah. that we'll see about, um, stuff that is coming like immediately. There's there's this like puzzle ish PC game called um, Going Under, mm-hmm. um, which just makes me think of the Evanescence song. <laughs> <laughs> every time all of a sudden fail. my brain went to uh timber going down it's going oh, down it's going down I'm yes, yelling timber. I'm yelling timber. <laughs> oh it's so good so good Fuck. that was my theme song like i don't know why but i used to sing it so much 
when I was in university, a <laughs> little bit of a tangent when it first came out. Cause it was like constantly stuck in my head. They played it all the time at the pool. Mm-hmm. And like, so whenever I was around my friends at university, like I would, I would be singing it to the extent that like I took this science fiction class and there were like a handful of times where I walked into the room and my friends would start playing it on their laptops <laughs> out loud. I was like, guys, there's fucking 400 people in this class. Please stop. <laughs> like, I'm begging you. So Please stop. I don't know. If and then they do. Do you want some crumpets with your tea? <laughs> so, you know, it was, it's been a roast for a long time. Oh, man, life. I miss college. Like, that's fantastic. Man, university was the best. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen um, the stock guy ever come into my channel. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's. He's a partnered uh, finance and stocks and he, he likes to call yeah, it. Yeah, we've talked about him, right? Yeah, stocks and bonded streamer is how he describes his, his channel. Jesus. It's, it's just fantastic. Like the, yeah. taking some of the most cut and dry like financial numbers and turning it into the ultimate like shit posting and memeing. Amazing. And just these horrible things. And like before he got like as big as he is now, um, I wasn't there when this happened, but they he used to make a lot more plays on stream as far as like playing options and playing in the stock market and stuff. Yeah. And what he likes to do is he likes to take uh, inventory of like world emergencies. Um, oh so God. whether it's like a earthquake or a fire or like, you know, like BP leaking oil into the ocean oh, and Jesus. and find ways to profit off of that based oh on on the news. And it's like it sounds <sighs> pretty scummy and predatory. But yeah. but like the stock, the way I like to think about it and the way he describes it as well is that the stock is going to move regardless of whether or not someone is going to make a play on it. Right. Yeah. And and one of the origin of of one of the best memes in that channel is they were watching this uh this tower that was on fire. It was like an oil tower and they knew that like they knew that if this tower fell over and died that oh. they were going to make money shorting BP. And <sighs> So, so someone started playing. It's like he has song requests on his channel. So someone started playing. It's going down. I'm yelling timber. And oh my the, god! And the whole chat starts like throwing Pepe D in there. So I don't know if you've oh seen that god. one. It's like it's like the eight pit Pepe the frog just like moving yep. its arms back and forth, oh like god. dancing to it. And, so, and he's like, "You oh, all no. are terrible people. There are people's lives and livelihood." at stake and oh my fucking god and it's 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 hilarious every time yeah. it happens and I then it, it started happening again like when i started watching him was right before um like kind of right before everything started getting locked down and yeah. so like right before everything started getting locked down there's there's the big u.s stock market kind of dip and crash and That's, dip's a really nice word for what happened yeah um <laughs> It's, I mean, really, it's come back 130%. It has. It has. Well, I wouldn't say 100% up here, but it has bounced back really well. Yeah. Um, it, it is. It is above where it was in the U.S. before oh, wow. before the dip. So you guys um, put a whole bunch of stimulation packages into the stock market, though, didn't you? Oh yeah, the Fed printed about three trillion dollars. Yeah, we didn't do that. Which you know, so <laughs> I have my own opinions as to whether I'm or not a, that's yeah. a good thing. Mm. 
but yeah. uh but anyway the the dip is starting to happen and so about yeah. every 15 minutes or so someone is requesting timber and fucking and Christ. we're just watching the stock market crash and like oh, everyone no. that's in his channel has either liquefied their portfolio and then just put a small amount of their money in shortings and options yeah. and making a fucking killing like that's wild a killing like what so when i started actually doing that i probably like 200 300 percented my money in a matter of of weeks oh my god and it was so fucking funny to watch Whoa, like dude. like basically my grandparents well not that they're my parents at this point 401k is just erasing <laughs> Like yeah. going away, and this whole community is like, it's going down. I'm oh yelling timber. <laughs> that's, that's insane. It's it's, it's it's a great channel to watch and to yeah. be a part of. It's, it's even if you don't understand like finances at all, because the yeah. just the amount of shit posting and memory that happens on that yeah. channel is is iconic, and that's that's awesome. That's my long my long tangent about timber. Well, I was going to say, I want to talk about another stream that was a lot of fun to watch this week. Yeah. So, so there were a couple of things and I'm going to walk through both of them. Mm -hmm. And then I want us to talk about how great their marketing is. So last episode, we talked about how incredible the marketing person for Fall Guys is. And it has just escalated since then. Yep. So this week, <laughs> The Fall Guys Twitter started flaming Tim the Tatman. Okay? Tim the Tatman, really big streamer. I actually really like him. Mm -hmm. Cool dude. Um, both of the streamers that we're talking about, I don't watch a ton of big streamers. I also don't watch a ton of dude streamers. I watch, like, you. Mm-hmm. And, like, and let's Tim be the honest, Tatman sometimes. I hardly count as a dude. sometimes Dr. Lupo. <laughs> right? But I mostly watch, like, women. I just feel, like, cozy. Sure. Oh, and my friend Random. I watch my friend Random as well. But, like, in the percentage, I watch a lot more women. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Tim the Tatman, one of the bigger streamers on this platform, could not get a win and could not get a win. Could not get a Fall Guys win. And so Fall Guys started flaming him on Twitter. And they started, like, just absolutely roasting the hell out of him. To the extent that hundreds of thousands of people started watching Tim the Tatman stream on Thursday. Mm -hmm. So I was one of them. I was as and well. Everyone on Twitter was talking about it. I was there when he like was on hexagons and like almost won <laughs> and then fell and clipped through the map and died. <laughs> and I was there when he got the win as well. And like collectively there was the fall guys twitter roasting them there were hundreds of thousands of people in his chat he was getting griefed left right and center that was some of the funniest content i've seen in a really I long time like i've never laughed so hard like he he was at a point where he was trying to disguise his fall guy he was, was playing so with, with ninja and a couple other people so like people figured out who he was and yeah. were trying to queue up with him <laughs> 
just to <laughs> grab on to Tim the Tapman and just prevent him from him. getting a win. So he yeah. goes default pink Fall Guy skin. And then you saw like the actual How effect many? of that because yeah. almost 50% of every lobby he joined, which means that 50% of other lobbies yeah. that he wasn't in were yeah. all pink default Fall Guy yeah. skins. <laughs> And it, it was, was so epic good. level trolling that just would not let him. He it like I watched so five round number ones that he didn't qualify because he was oh, getting griefed so just hard. getting so fucking griefed. And every time there was a slime climb, he would be like, "Oh fuck, I'm fucking <laughs> griefed so fucking hard. Fuck slime climbs, fucking me." Like every time, and he was so angry, and you could just tell, like, like. <laughs> Because there were so many people watching that mm-hmm. weren't usually watching him, the the anxiety of having like fall guys griefing you on Twitter. Yep. And to know that like you could be going down as the worst fall guys player ever <laughs> and you're a huge streamer. Yeah. <laughs> like, could you imagine that anxiety? Yeah. He finally won. He got like ten five or ten thousand subscribers within like two minutes yeah which is insane absurd insane he couldn't even tweet Mm -hmm. because so many people were tweeting at him he did it started trending on twitter (laughs) he did it started trending on twitter and fall guys had prepared a video where they just had to like slot in the clip of him winning of them like following him because so now they follow him on Twitter. So that was the troll as well. The Fall Guys Twitter account yep. said they were not going to follow Tim the Tatman <laughs> until he got a win. And it was it's such epic level trolling. That was one of his first questions too. Did they follow me? <laughs> like, it was so good. It was so good. And like honestly what I saw was like the whole streaming community. Like all of my friends who stream. Everyone was like it's so nice to see the community come together and be excited about Tim the Tapman getting a fucking W. Mm-hmm. Like, finally. Mm-hmm. So that was super exciting. And then the next day on Friday, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this because I didn't talk to you about it. No, I didn't. I don't think so I saw this. So the Fall Guys Twitter, they tweeted, I'm going to find the exact tweet. I might not be able to because they tweet a lot. Mm-hmm. They tweet a lot. They're just so they such they they what they, they just are they have their marketing on goddamn point. Oh my god, they're so good at it. So they said, um, let me find it. They basically said we have given the Saturday. Um, oh yeah, skin. the fallen one. Yeah, they said they're we gave the Saturday skin. Okay, okay. They said, okay, I've do- I've gone rogue and done a meme. I've found the player who is statistically the best, and I've given them Saturday's costume early. Someone out there now has the costume. Check your inventory. We actually don't even know who it is, <laughs> right? Because your number is not actually associated with your name. Mm-hmm. So Dr. Lupo is streaming, and he goes to change his skin. And he's got the Saturday skin. Wait, it was Dr. Lupo the whole it time? It was Dr. Lupo, dude. What? He had the Saturday skin. Oh yeah, my god. Dude. Dr. Lupo was statistically the best. <laughs> yeah, dude. So he shows, he finds it. He's like, oh my god, Tim's going to be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> so they were literally like, 
like the, the <laughs> so the tweet was like, so then Fall Guy said, apparently Dr. Lupo is on Twitch right now and his number is 1839. It might not be him though. He hasn't looked yet. The numbers are duplicates. He's gonna look after this game. Could he be the fallen one? And then they tweeted again, ah ha 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 ha, like a million times. It's literally Dr. Lupo. He's freaking out. I'm freaking out. We're all freaking out. Like they, they, they literally just gave it to the person who was the best at the game. And it happened to be Dr. fucking Lupo. That's so, that's so hilarious. That's How just incredible like- is that? I can't. That's isn't that mind blowing? <laughs> that really is. I had, I right? I was following it yesterday. Yeah. But I didn't see who it ended up being because like <laughs> it was still like midnight and they didn't know yeah. who it was yet. It was the next day. Oh my god. Because Doctor Lupo started streaming, and <laughs> he checked the skin and it was him. Uh. Straight up. <laughs> then he's like he's like you know statistically the best. I'm statistically the best. <laughs> Gonna do the robot? Statistically the best. <laughs> then he went on a losing streak. Yep, naturally. And everybody was like, oh my god, he's the next Tim the Tatman. Someone photoshopped like him and Tim the Tatman's face together. Like, uh, let me send you the tweet. It's very good. So <laughs> oh, like, oh my god, that is this just... this was the original one. That's the second one. <laughs> this was the original one. <laughs> the dent in his head. <laughs> so good. It's so good. Do you, do you get like the dent so in his head thing? Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's very good. Like, oh my god, like, it but kills do, me. Do you know what that origin is from with, with I Tim the so, Tatman? Yeah. yeah, he yeah, like, yeah, yeah. found he has a so if you if you haven't seen this, Tim the Tatman discovered one day on stream that yeah. like well his chat discovered that he has a, a dent in his head. <laughs> like so it's just good. a full on dent in his head. And it's like what happened, Tim? He people figured out that it's it's from his goddamn headphones. Like from <laughs> wearing his goddamn headphones I can't all, get over it. all day long oh and there is a literal dent in his yeah. head where you can where you can see where he wears exactly oh, where his so headphones good. and he lost his his shit on stream oh my god that is <laughs> so good that's fantastic so yeah it was like the two opposites. There was like Tim the Tatman completely failing. Mm-hmm. And then the very next day they give the skin, probably expecting it to be like a nobody. Yeah. Who just plays like 24 hours a day of Fall Guys and his boss is fuck at it. Yeah. Turns out it's Dr. Clout. Lupo. That's so And he hilarious. got it on stream. Like it was so good. Could not have worked out better for them. Honestly, like they are just so... And even accidentally good mm-hmm. at marketing. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just so good at it. It's yep. wild to me. It's absolutely wild to me. It's so impressive. And it was just really cool to see the streaming community come together in that way. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like a lot of times the big streamers feel really disconnected from even other smaller partners. Yep. And um, they kind of exist in their own sphere. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this just kind of brought a lot of people who don't often watch them to them. Yep. And that's awesome. It's really, really awesome. Plus, it helps to grow streaming. And, like, I can't get enough of how Fall Guys is handling this game. Like, 
they're nailing it. It's like they it, are nailing it. Not only to like it wouldn't it would be one thing if the game was like okay and they had yeah. a great Twitter, right? But the game yeah. is stupid fun. Like it's so good. I'm I'm obsessed with it right now. Like I'm gonna get yeah. off recording and start playing Fall Guys right now because like because I haven't played in a couple days and it's starting to you yeah. know like get that I need that fix you gotta know? get that itch <laughs> yeah hundred percent no for sure and it's, it's addictive uh, it's 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 super good and it's it's like kind of the wholesome escape I think the world is been looking for right now mm-hmm. especially the mm-hmm. gaming world um and well, we had it with Animal Crossing yeah exactly and then that faded and then we needed something new absolutely and Fall Guys has provided that. All right, we got one more thing to touch on. Something new. There um, was the recently announced Flash movie, and it turns out that uh, Ben Affleck is going to be reprising his role as Batman. Um, I don't hate this. You know what? I hate Ben Affleck as Batman. (laughs) Really? I I hate it. I don't hate him. I hate it. He's a bad Batman. I think he had a really bad script. I couldn't care about the script at all i think the script was bad i think ben affleck is a bad actor i hate everything about it and honestly at the end of the day i don't i don't fucking care oh so you've got but like would you have okay so do you think it'll stop you from watching the flash movie yeah 100 percent. really yeah that's what i wanted to know because i knew you didn't like ben affleck Mm -hmm. i wanted to know whether it would actually stop you him reprising his role would actually stop you from seeing the Flash movie. Like, I have little faith in the DC movies to begin with. Um, yeah, the only ones I like are Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman was fantastic. Oh my god, like, so good. It was so good, uh, both of them. Um, and I hated Batman versus Superman. It was yep. absolutely terrible. I actually mm-hmm. only saw parts of it because I refused, because Ben Affleck is bad. terrible. Um, it was bad, bad. I, I never thought Ben Affleck was a good Batman, and I am sad that he still gets to represent one of the best comic book characters to ever have been created. Zay's like, I hate everything about this. I, I hate it. Like, the only thing I like Ben Affleck in is uh is two movies, Mallrats. Yeah. Um, okay, I guess three movies. Mallrats, where he plays a complete douchebag, and it fits his character perfectly. Uh-huh. Um, uh, uh, Dogma. Um, uh-huh. so two Kevin Smith movies, and then uh, Goodwill Hunting. What about Gone Girl? Oh God, no! I hated Gone Girl. Really? I yeah. liked the. My favorite part of Gone Girl is the um, is the like the end. <laughs> oh well, yeah. I mean <laughs> the end. Yeah, it's... where she does her her like it makes the whole film for me mm-hmm. when she does her little like speech. Yep. The cool girl speech. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's so good. Ugh. I don't know. That's what he deserves in that movie. That movie was like gore porn to me, is what it seemed like. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. I I have like, like, I have a problem at the end of the day with like justice porn movies. That's fair. And like, I think that one was pretty well done. I, I don't think it deserved the hype that it, that it, that it got. Um mm-hmm. Well, but, the book was huge too. That's why it got so much hype. Right. I and, and like and I remember my mom was excited when she read the book and went and saw the movie and she was like, "This was nothing. This is nothing. Oh God, like the book. Very at all. different. Very and, different. And that's like 
I, I don't know. There's like I'm sure you have many opinions about books and cinema and how they just ruin characters and plots and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I mean my my takes on it are a bit more nuanced than that. Like I because I've written scripts before, I understand how difficult it is to actually navigate changing a book into a movie. Sure. Because when you're reading a book, it's so easy to, like, describe the environment and you can have so much internal dialogue that just literally cannot exist in a film. Yeah. Um, but there are lots of people who take that concept and just, like, destroy plot beats in a movie that need to be there. Mm-hmm. And that's when I get frustrated, when the plot beats, like, really important plot beats get really destroyed. But I've gotten to the point where I can literally separate the book that I read from the movie I watch if it's done poorly. Sure. Because it's just been something I de- I've dealt with so much. <laughs> yep. So, I mean, it is what it is. But, yeah, I actually didn't mind Ben Affleck as Batman. I really didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, but Batman's also not my favorite superhero of all time. Yep. I think Christian Bale is the best Batman, personally. I thought he really nailed it. Christian Bale was fantastic. Like, I think he really fucking crushed it. Like, Ben Affleck's not my favorite by any stretch of the imagination, but I don't hate that he's rep- reprising his role either. No. I'm, like, very neutral about it, you know what I mean? It's fine. Like, it, it'll just go down in history as Ben Affleck was Batman. Just like at one point, 100%. George Clooney was Batman, you know? Kills me. What Val I'm Kilmer, really excited about, though, is to yeah. see Robert Pattinson as Batman. Yo, same. Because, like... It's gonna be so good. He is... He is such a fucking good actor oh he's gonna kill it he's absolutely gonna fucking kill it he is i did you see the um lighthouse no well yeah the lighthouse but there was a movie that i I can't remember the name of it but he plays this uh it's it's by the same guys that did uncut gems um i can't probably haven't seen it it's it's on our netflix at least i don't i'll send you the name of it after okay and i'll google it but it is it's like the whole the whole movie is just anxiety. Like it's just mm. it's just anxiety portrayed. It's he plays this guy who's um I don't know. I don't even I don't even want to like spoil the plot for yeah, you. Yeah, don't. But just like, if I haven't seen it, don't. He just disappears into the role, and like you yeah. are you're not you like forget you're looking at Robert Pattinson, and you just completely see this character who is an utterly horrible, manipulative piece of shit. Wow. But you're also still rooting for him, and that shows like the depth of it. Um, it's, I, it just definitely check it out. It's the same guy. Yeah, well. I, it's two brothers. I can't remember their name right now, but they did Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler, and then this was before that. Um, it's not the Cohen brothers. No, 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 no. no. Um, uh, it's fine. You can tell yeah. me after. I'll, I'll yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. tell you after and Google it. But definitely 100%. check it out. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for our pats. Yeah, our I think he's going to really fucking nail it. Our pats. I can't believe you just got me to repeat our that. Our pats. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Ugh. That was um, the ploy the whole time. I figured if I said it casually enough, mm-hmm. then you would just echo it right back to me. It worked. It, and you did. It fucking worked. I got you to sing. You got me to say our pats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Winning all around. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of like all the stuff that we wanted to discuss today. 
Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Geek Digest podcast. Don't forget to follow us on all of our social media to give us a rating or a review if you haven't or a follow on whatever platform that you listen to us to. Um, yeah, we're at the Geek Digest on everything. My name is Victoria. You can follow me at Victoria Shaz. My name is Zafod. You can follow me at Zafod everywhere. I hope you guys have a wonderful morning, noon, night, evening, whatever time it is, wherever you are. And, and stay, stay geeky. geeky. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you.